discovered something. For 100,000 years, it was buried in the snow and ice. Now it has found a place to live, inside, where no one can see it. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Ross. Today we are discussing 1982's John Carpenter's The Thing. Horror, mystery, sci-fi, a research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. Um, this is based off of an earlier movie, The Thing from Another World, 1951, directed by Christian Nabi and uh, Howard Hanks. The 1982 Thing, uh, written by Bill Lancaster... Story by John W. Campbell Jr. Um, I'm actually not really sure what they've done. Uh, Bad News Bears and uh, let's see. John W. Campbell was the, I think he was the original writer of The Thing. He was, and uh, on the novel, I think he wrote the novel. Uh, this is John Carpenter's, one of his, I think one of his only movies he does not, uh, composed the score. He did not compose the score for it. this. Was in- Inyo Murricone, and the score in this is stellar. I know that uh, he died. Eno, I believe he died. Um, or he he didn't complete. No, he, I don't think he died. Actually, sorry. He um he didn't do the entire score. I know Carpenter joined in on a few small small places that uh. He wanted to have some more tension, but uh, the music in this, for one thing, much better than I was expecting. Let's get into uh, what we thought about 1982's The Thing. I had no expectations going into this except for just that, that crazy image that you see of uh, The Thing. It's it's this beaming light coming from a, looks like a person with a, a snow cap on or something and it just says John Carpenter's the thing and you really have no idea as a viewer if you I I didn't watch the marketing or anything for this what exactly you're getting into um I might actually watch it real quick to see how they um how they advertise this give me two seconds well sorry uh (laughs) I just watched the the trailer for the thing, and I, I think I was having PTSD flashbacks of the movie. <laughs> um, whoa. Um, okay, so I, I did look up that the thing with a budget of $15 million, It you can definitely tell that this has some money put behind it. The marketing, I don't know. The marketing probably... I, I don't know if it properly set you up for what you're about to see or what the the journey you're about to go on it kind of gives you a little glimpse it's kind of more of a teaser trailer um but 
I had no expectations. I I, I knew the general premise, but I, I wasn't exactly sure what the thing was. And uh, I had done a little research. I found out this came out the same day as uh, Blade Runner, both of these sci-fi classics that are uh, highly regarded today were not uh, highly regarded when they first came out. They were kind of flops in, in the eyes of uh, the creators. And this is actually one of John Carpenter's biggest flops if you go by uh, by how much money it made. Um, I'm not sure how much money it's currently making, but at the time, for the budget, the investors did not get their money their money's worth. Um, but wow, from a spoiler-free stance, um, you know, seg- segment right here, this movie really holds up as one of the better horror films of our gener- the last, let's say, 100 years. Um, because it is, um, it's effective on many levels. It, it, it does have age to it like you can tell some parts of the editing is just not up to standard and there's parts of people should be talking and they're just not but once the once the gears get going once you understand what the threat is and you understand where you are in the story um i mean i would say i was in it i was in it 200 percent. i was like holy shit and it continuously has you asking questions as the as the audience um uh the Kurt Russell character as McGrady is uh he kind of plays the proxy for the the audience and we're we're wondering what the hell's going on um in Antarctica and these Norwegians trying to shoot this dog um it, as it opens up and and you're like what the hell's going on why is why is this going on and um you're it, it, it like i said it's constantly asking questions it's very it's not slow and methodical but it has great pacing is what i would say um the writing generally i think is okay i would i i can just tell just from watching it last night the uh writing could be um punched up in many places um score i said was was amazing the the design on the actual thing kind of hard to talk about it without um spoilers but for those that have not seen the thing yet you were not prepared i mean um i was blown the fuck away when i when you were first exposed to the thing and the fact that in 2018 that those um effects still work is mind-blowing to me personally as a as a content creator um they work on so many levels i'm really i want to know where this um company is because it feels very much in the vein of um maybe alien um the, the the creators of alien and uh ridley scott's production company it feels very much in that realm um the the creature design seems very unique and it you can tell how other movies have taken uh numerous snippets numerous bits and run with it um 
you, you might see something you know going underneath uh, uh, underneath the ground or something like that. It's like, and all you see is things flying over, up above it, and you can't see the thing or something. You know, um, uh, Tremors did did a very big take. You can see. You can see other monster movies taking from this one. And it, it's interesting to see this as one of the first ones. One of the first ones to do it right. Now, I hear that, that it was too gory, too schlocky at the time. And it's interesting how our sensibilities have changed um, in the industry since, since 1982. Um, I don't know if the... I think the original The Thing director was not too happy with the 1982's thing. And he said it was just more of a uh, a schlocky action movie. Which I very much disagree. I, I felt um, there's a very, there's a big psychological twist. Or there's not twist, it's not much so much a twist. It's more of a psychological pull of who's who. How do you know who's who? And... Asking these types of questions made it so much more interesting as the viewer because you don't really know. There, there's a lot you don't know and you're learning along with the crew. Um, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's another one is what I would say in, in the spoiler-free section. I just was not, I wasn't prepared for this. And, and I don't know if you are, if you haven't seen it yet. Um but if you're a <clears throat> big horror aficionado um, and you hadn't seen it, I would definitely check it out. The The gore is is relatively there, and it's pretty effective for um, 1982 standards, and they generally hold up today. Um, there is just scenes that will stick with you for a few days after. I mean, I'm still thinking of some of the terrifying scenes um within this movie there's only maybe one or two jump like one or two jump scares that are just you know non-genuine but the the horror and the mystery in this and sci-fi it's all real the themes in this just ooze out of it, this just oozes horror mystery and sci-fi just at, at its at its core and uh it really did have me thinking about like older movies uh that have been not older movies the last 10 years let's say since uh since t the early 2000s we have not had sci-fi to this level um classics to this level i mean there's maybe only a handful that have really come out if you don't include like the star wars as of the, this generation um we only have uh i at when the only one I could think of was like Arrival, and I thought that was a phenomenal movie. But we don't have classics like Blade Runner, um, nineteen eighty two. We don't have uh, E. T. came out several weeks before this, which might have put a big divot in this um, this movie. People thought E. T. was the the more fun, family friendly um, movie to go see, and the this was the the anti E. T. kind of. Um, I I was not prepared for this um at all and how much I liked it I I I do want to say that I feel like it's sort of like an indie movie for its time I don't think it's considered an indie movie I I think it was a big big motion big brand big big release I want to say maybe it was uni universal but uh don't take my word on that 
But um, it's definitely a classic. I it makes me want to check out the 2011s. The thing I'm sure that the the with Mary Elizabeth Winstead and uh, Joel Edgerton. Um, I, I'd be curious to see what they do with that. The actors in this, Kurt Russell, he he's pretty excellent in this. Even the, I, I don't think the writing is always there a hundred percent, but the the types of characters that we're introduced to really work and they all have their own agency even though they don't have tons of backstory um will you wilford brimley as dr blair um why did nobody tell him the thing was diabetes <laughs> um I had no idea it was William uh, Wilford Brimley when I was watching uh, Doctor Blair. I didn't even know it was, like it, it doesn't even look like him in my opinion. I mean, because we're so used to diabetes, uh, William Brimley, but uh, Wilford Brimley, um, Keith David. I didn't even recognize him. He's so skinny. He 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 got jacked up uh, after this role. I think he he's always been a bigger dude, but um, him as Childs. Um, did a great job. I thought his 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 voice is so um magnetic. And thank well, I guess uh, I'm not going to talk about spoilers yet. Um Richard Masser as Clark, he did really good job. I thought TK Carter as Nalls, <clears throat> he brought a lot of a flavor to the uh to the table. I thought that um I'm I'm kind of disappointed we don't see some more of these actors more. Um, David Clennon as Palmer, Richard uh, Dysart as Dr. Cooper. I think we've seen, uh, I've seen Richard Dysart and some other things. I, I can't think of anything at the top of my head. Let me see if I can see it. Um, says he was in Back to the Future 3. I swear I've seen him in other things. Um, I don't know, I probably have, I just can't find it. Um, but yeah, I thought that. Richard Dysart did excellent job uh, as Dr. Cooper. Um, Charles Hallahan as Vance Norris. He got... <laughs> um, Peter Maloney as George Bennings. Another one. Donald Mafad as Gary. Another one. Uh, I, Windows. Thomas G. Is, Thomas G. Waits plays Windows. Um, oh, we, we have... Interesting fact is uh, we have some guy named Windows and another guy named Mac in this movie. So, uh, And this is all before the Windows and Mac were, you know, big, bold, and created. Um, so, that, you know, what are the odds of that? Um, let's see. Anything else in the spoiler-free section? I thought that... I, you're just not ready. You're just, the, the, the effects, the monster design, the, the thing, it's all excellent and uh i would totally recommend this if you if you're into horror um yeah check it out let me know what you think let's hop in the spoiler spoiler section sorry we are in the spoiler section holy shit those things are fucked up that dog got fucked up um give that dog best actor award he's excellent probably dead already but uh, sorry about that but Excellent dog, excellent dog actors. Um, the thing, 
literally fucks everybody up in so many different ways. Sometimes it's unexplained. Sometimes it, 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 the fact that it's unexplained leaves a lot of open for questions like, wait, how does it know how to do this? How does a dude's stomach just open up and grab some, the, the uh, Dr. Cooper's hands real quick? It does like the actual design of the thing was just so obscure. It could be practically anything. And that's what was kind of terrifying about it. Um, the long, the longest time, or for the longest time, we're watching that dog, um, that dog be, you know, just uncomfortable and nervous, and you know, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this dog? Why are we shooting the dog? What is going on? And as the questions are being uh, answered, as soon as the, uh, I was just like, oh my gosh. And uh, I was trying to do like a death draft in my head who was going to die first. And I had pretty much, I knew McCray, Mc, uh, Kurt Russell's McCready was going to at least live till close to the end, if not to the end. Um, but I did not see Keith David and uh, T TK Carter as Knowles. The two black guys in the horror film make it to practically the very end john carter subverted one of the biggest horror tropes in the last 20 years and that's killing the uh, killing the uh, the the black guy the hispanic guy the indian guy the asian guy they they i was so relieved when i saw mccready nulls and childs and they are like standing there with three big ass fire uh i was gonna say fire hoses but um flamethrowers and they are ready to kick fucking ass i was like now that is how you do it and i don't understand why that wasn't the mold for the longest time i mean john carpenter was one of the per one of the horror aficionados of of his generation and and people decide to go against that, they they kill the black guy every time, it killed the colored guy every time. I was just so relieved when I saw that. I was like, this is so much better than I was expecting because it almost starts at it. I mean, Knowles is almost the first one taken out, and um, it literally subverts the expectation. Flamethrower is it right there? I was just like, this is this is so much better than uh modern horror is what i would say it's because it's it's modern horror is almost predictable at this point because of the formula it's created um we we have only a few handful of things that uh not we don't have any sci-fi horror hardly at all um that's that's super popular i'd say maybe black mirror has done a good job uh bringing that mold to the forefront but it's been nothing in in uh movies have really uh subverted expectations such as 1982's the thing and that was just really i was really uh glad to see that at one point um a couple times during the movie i knew uh drinking was a bad idea and splitting up the group i i couldn't tell you how many times kurt russell was splitting up the group stay here watch him do this do that it was so ridiculous in many of the scenarios um of why you wouldn't have everyone in the same fucking room it didn't make any sense in in many many cases but um 
most of the things seem very plausible. They didn't seem like they were trying to remove the two people for anything excessively. Um, like remove two people from a room excessively. I mean, one, one person might walk into another room or just not see something happen, but it's, nothing feels inherently excessively stupid or, or dumb is what I would say. Cause a lot of people, a lot of times they have to make characters dumb to make the thing or the monster outsmart it, outsmart the person. So, um, yeah, I, I, I thought the way it ended, I'm just going to go ahead and kind of go through the way it ended as well. Um, yeah, I, I, they left in a place where Kurt Russell could definitely be the thing and, and or Keith David. I mean, you really don't know. And it, it's kind of a sour ending in a way. Like, they say that they don't have enough gas and they're probably going to die in a few hours because of the temperatures. But um, they were just so cavalier about, all right, we're going to die. Sounds like a good, you know, it's just like, fuck that. I, I, I think that in today's modern sensibility, people aren't going to be just drinking themselves to death. They aren't going to be like, oh, damn it, we can't get the radios working. Oh, damn it, we ran out of generator juice. It's like people are going to actually try to um, sustain life. I mean, people aren't... Uh, in today's society, in today's modern sensibility, people are trying to live, generally, I would say. And I don't know if... If that sensibility in 1982 was to drink ourselves to death, uh, if that's going to really work, you know? A um, couple times during the movie, I was like, why Why is everyone not in the same room? Why is Why is this happening? Why is that happening? A um, couple times I found myself questioning that. Um, let's see. The blood testing scene was one of the craziest scenes. I, I, I'd say... Almost any time the thing grabbed a hold of somebody, they were going to get fucked up in a number of different ways. And I was like, holy shit, I'm not ready for this. And uh, I, it, that's where it was really effective. I'm sure, I know they tried to use stop motion for a lot of it. It almost looked like rubber in some of the some of the uh, scenarios where the, the, the human body is being taken over by the uh, the thing. And it, it just looks like rubber is absorbing this person with you know is it's it's disgusting and uh i don't know they they found very unique ways to have uh the thing take over an individual and it ended up when whenever i went into the spider mode i was a little bit um taken back i was like why does it keep going into a spider you'd see like uh one of the characters, I think it was uh, Norm or some I don't know who the hell it was. One of the characters' heads gets taken off. And I think it's Charles Hallahan, Vance. I think it's Vance's head. It's like, a, it has like a big old tongue and it's trying to like edge away from everybody. And all you see is that head like moving and then it sprouts uh, spider legs. And it's like, and like it's like, I right, we out. And uh, it eventually gets flamethrowered by Kurt Russell. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And the fact that this was created in 82 and it still holds up relatively in a, in, by, you know, uh, special effects today blows my mind. Um, like, they need to get... I, I heard that this movie was given Razzies 
for something Razzie, like a Razzie award nomination. Um, I don't know. They need to give them, give them extra awards for the special effects. Cause the special effects work for 82 is amazing. I'm sure this scared the shit out of people. And, uh, the 80s. I mean, it's scary now. I mean, if I had watched this when I was 16 today, I'd be like, holy fuck, I can't believe that just happened in 82. Um, but yeah, I had uh, I had a great time watching this, honestly. Um, if you don't like horror, then, you know, stay back, stay back, stay away. But hopefully by now you've already checked it out and uh, have your own opinion. Let me know on um, iPhone, Android app, applications we are available like i said iphone android applications soundcloud youtube uh cast box where, where where else are we available i google play we are uh, available at numerous podcasting locations just check us out i'd like to thank everyone for listening to the lucky dog podcast i know uh y'all have a busy day and you don't have to be listening to the lucky dog but uh if, if you are, if you do enjoy it, if you want to help at all, I'm not asking for anything but to rate, share, subscribe, uh, check us out. Everything you need, to, you need to know is in the show notes. Um, I appreciate everyone listening. Um, we have a lot of listeners uh, uh, coming from Nigeria this week and Brazil and Canada. Um, thank you, everyone, and... Uh, you guys Take it easy. Listen to Gary. He can be one of those things.